0: let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with
1: Sean Lee. Welcome in everybody to another edition of the podcast, Retirement Elevated. Sean Lee and myself, Sean is the managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group. Find them online at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And Sean, on this uh, episode, I thought we'd talk about some important ages. I'm going to run down a lot of the stuff we know, but I want to run through some milestone moments, I suppose, at age 50 and up in the world of retirement conversation. So we're just going to run through these real fast and give some folks uh, some things to think about. Many of these things you probably know, but doesn't hurt for a refresher. What's going on, buddy? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah. You're not there Start yet. Of the year. You're not. You're not to this age yet. I don't think on the first one. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not yet. <laughs> which just annoys me. Yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm already over the first one. Maybe,
0: but, maybe a, a little bit more than half a decade.
1: Uh, there. Hush. <laughs> well let's talk about these important ages though. Because they are important, right? So let's start with the age and I use this and I know we're you know, we're into the new year and we're, you know, like right here at February and but you know, it's already moving and grooving. Spring will be here before we know it. And i, I liken this, Sean, to Memorial Day and summer. Memorial Day is not officially summer, right? Not right. technically summer. But everybody, just about everybody that I know and on the planet, I think, treats Memorial Day as kind of the kickoff to summertime, right, even though it's not. So age 50 is kind of, in my mind, like the unofficial kickoff to, oh, crap, I need to start getting ready for retirement or thinking about it anyway. I think people, when they hit 50, they start to get a little more serious, right? you know, about, okay, this is coming. 15 years is like a blink, it seems like. And it'll be here. So, age 50, what's interesting about that? That, um, you know, besides the point that I just made, what else happens there?
0: I can't remember the, the character's name on Saturday Night Live, but when she turned 50, she could kick and she could punch. Do you remember that lady? I don't. So, it was just it was a skit. I mean years years ago she's no longer on Saturday Night Live. It
1: wasn't the uh, the superstar girl, was it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But
0: it was it was actually the same. I think the same actress.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: And and she did this thing and she's like, And I'm fifty and I can kick and I can punch because I'm fifty. <laughs> I'll have to go but, look that up. But anyways, so all all age fifty means is that you can kick and punch, and you can make. El- uh, you're eligible for catch-up contributions. You get to put more money in yeah. uh, to your retirement accounts than you could when you were 49.
1: Yeah. So the government basically, you know, because they don't often do things for us, <laughs> they right. give us this little um, bump, right? So if you can put, you know, so I think for 2024, it's it's twenty three thousand uh, dollars, right, that you could put into your um, into your 401k. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they they bump that up from twenty to twenty three. So basically, they give you a little extra room, right? right? So when you get to fifty, you can put a little bit more in. So if it's like sixty five hundred on an IRA, you can put like seven thousand instead, right? Because they, I know it says right. a lot, but if you start thinking about some of the numbers, I mean, and you really stack it up, you're talking about maybe thirty, you know, thirty grand over the course of let's say a decade from mm-hmm. fifty to sixty. That, that's nothing to sneeze at, you know, depending well, on the I, type of account.
0: And it's it's. Usually, your some of your higher income years, right? And so, Kids are off the payroll, right? They're they're gone, or they're, they're in college or whatever yeah. it may be, and and so you you have the ability, hopefully, to put a little bit more money away or, you know, maybe a mortgage is paid off or whatever. So, um, exactly. So they give you the ability to save more. Yeah. You got the, You got some
1: time now and you're, like you said, you're making probably more than you ever have. So it's a good time to start going. And it's, and it's also, it opens that door though. Cause you're like, Hey, the kids are off and you know, wow, we are making more. Where's this extra scratch coming from that we got. And it's sometimes the temptation, that's when you see the temptation to go, oh I'm going to get a, I'm gonna get a cool car, you know, or something like that, because I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna treat myself. Nothing wrong with that, right? But just be careful because you also still need to think about future you too, and you do have this window if you are behind to start, you know, padding that retirement account. So keep that in mind. All right, age 55. This was an interesting. A lot of people don't know this one. What's
0: the age 55 deal? So 55. A lot of people think that well, I have to. You know, when I retire, I immediately need to roll my money out in, out of my 401k into my IRA, and a lot of advisors will tell you that you know to get bring the assets in because in the 401k they're not managing them. But if you're going to retire prior to age fifty nine and a half, which is another another age that we're going to talk about, right? If you leave your assets inside of your current 401k or your previous employer 401k. Mm-hmm. And it, you have the ability to pull money out of the 401k after age 55 without incurring a 10% penalty. And now this, this is only taxes. the job
1: you just left though, right? It's not a yeah, like job, job from like two jobs ago, right?
0: Right. So you have, you, you have the ability to say, hey, you know, I just left this job. I've got assets there. Maybe you want to roll out a little bit of it, but keep a chunk there so you can create withdrawals. Right, from so that. you
1: can kind of pull a check, right?
0: Right. Yeah. And it allows you to to pull money out of your 401k without hitting that next magical age which is 59 and a half.
1: Well, go ahead and jump there. So that's cool. Again, the 55 is a little known thing, so it works well if you're again, you know, just just have left the job, maybe you're retiring early and you need access to some funds for a little while. But of course, the 59 and a half, that's one that just about everybody knows. But just give us the quick the quick overview.
0: Fifty nine and a half. all that means is that you have access to your funds without without that 10 percent early withdrawal penalty right
1: and so goofy that we've had this half stuff forever you know I, I, mean, I it used to be the it. 70 and a half on the rmds and we'll get to that thank god they got rid of that one but you know it's like half really and you feel like that was like congress at the time arguing about something and they were like we want, we want this age and we want this age well, what if we split it <laughs>
0: Yeah. Fifty nine. Well we want sixty. Let's meet in the middle.
1: Yeah, exactly. So silly. All right. Age sixty two, pretty obvious here, but what happens?
0: Under current law, you get to apply for social security.
1: You can take it early. But with early, early comes a haircut.
0: You get a little bit of a discount. And and this is not the discount you, you want though. <laughs> no, no. I mean you, you take you take less income. Yeah. If you're looking at a spousal benefit, the spousal benefit is is reduced as well. So Uh, It just means that you have access to take Social Security at 62. You don't have to, but it's the earliest age that you can get access to it. Yeah.
1: And this one always is a big one, right? So it's accessible. It's accessible. Accessible? Sounds very Southern. It's accessible, but do you really need to do it, or are you just thinking you should do it for whatever various reason? run the math, talk with an advisor, sit down and get your numbers plugged in. Don't just turn it on just because you think you need to turn it on. It could be mathematically better to wait. Uh, Of course, if you need the money, you need the money, right? But it's all got to be part of the strategy. It's not like, here's my income streams. Oh, also, and Social Security. Make that a part of it too, right? Kind of factor it all in there together. So, right. uh, All right. Age 65, pretty obvious again here.
0: Medicare. You, you get to sign up for Medicare. You yeah. have to sign up for Medicare or you're penalized. You
1: have to, right? For at least a, Part A. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a three month thing too, right? Aren't you supposed to like kind of do this like about three months before you actually need it or something like that?
0: Yeah, so you'll you'll go three months before your birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're 64 in nine months, and you find, you sign up for Medicare. Gotcha. Because it and it takes them a while. <laughs> it's the government. Slow. Big, slow machine. Yeah,
1: exactly. All right. And, of course, Medicare, it's, look, it's got a lot of fantastic things to it. Don't get me wrong, right? There's, it does a lot of great stuff, and there's, it's a pretty good program in a lot of ways, but it doesn't do everything. So just make sure you're aware, right? And, uh, and you're looking at some of the places. And maybe talk to a Medicare specialist about you know, what you need and how you want to operate and so on and so forth, because they can be pretty useful in that, re- in that regard. Right. Okay. Uh, 67. Possibly 66 in a few months, depending on when you were born. But for I think most people now are getting... Or I think we're starting to phase out the 66.
0: Yeah. Closer to 67 for most. That's just full retirement age where, where you receive not the most money that you could get, because that's age 70 when it comes to Social Security. Mm-hmm. But full retirement age for... Most people is between sixty six and sixty seven years old. Yeah, that's when you're going to get your full Social Security benefit. And
1: we should have probably said, Sean, the limitations come off here. So if right. you are still working uh, and you, you know, are at sixty seven and you hit full retirement age, uh, you know, you could still, you know, the sky's the limit on what you're making. But if you were back to that sixty two, if you took it early then you can only make a certain amount of money
0: right limitations on what you can make
1: yeah it was like 19000 and some change i think for this right. year yeah so keep that in mind too so it's like if you plan to take that money early at 62 for social security and you plan on working after 62, you're only going to be able to maybe do the part-time thing. So bear that in mind. But after 67, after you hit the full retirement age, I mean, you, sky's the limit, right? Make what you Make want.
0: Make as much as you want, as long as you're willing to pay taxes. Yep,
1: exactly. And to your point, 70, that's whenever it maxes out. So if you're continuing to work after 70, there's no reason not to go ahead and fire up Social Security at that point, because it's not going to get any bigger.
0: Right, get the extra money. Yep.
1: So 70 is the max on that one. And it's a pretty nice jump up if you can wait, too. Right, mm-hmm. Sean? From 67 to 70 is like 8% or
0: something? 8% each and every year yeah. until age 70, and then it doesn't increase any. Anymore. All
1: right. So I mentioned the 70 and a half earlier. It is now 73.
0: 73, 74, or 75. Yeah, they're
1: uh, going to roll that out, right, and make those yeah, changes. Yeah, based
0: on the currently, Secure Act 2.0. Currently
1: it's 73, though, Right, right?
0: yeah. And that, all that means is that that's your required minimum distribution age. That's when you have to start taking money out of your account, uh, your retirement accounts, your IRAs, your 401ks, you know, your uh, 403Bs, TSPs, right. you know, all that stuff. Your alphabet soup. Yeah. And, and it just means that there's a calculation. The government's going to tell you exactly how much you have to pull out. Uh, if you don't pull that money out, there's a penalty. They want you to pull it out so they can start to collect some tax revenue on you and not allow you to defer those funds forever. Yeah, they've been waiting. They want, yeah. they want their
1: cheese, right? And the reason that they're, you know, people are like, well, they moved it from seventy and a half and a half to 72, and then 72 to 73, you know, and they're like, well, this is part of the SECURE Act. It's part of these things where, you know, helping retirement, people get ready for retirement. And it's a win-win for them in a way in this one. People sometimes scratch their head. But I think for me, Sean, my, my thought process is, is they, if they keep pushing this back to when you have to take it, the accounts just get bigger, so, when you do have to pay them, right? So, currently it's what? Close. I know that there's a weird time, it's a table is weird to figure out the exact number, mm-hmm. but just for ballparking, it's close to 4%, right? Right. Well, let's say you got a million bucks in there, it's 40 grand, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the bigger that account gets, the more. You know tax revenue they get, but if you also do things like conversion while you're backing it up, which many advisors talk to their clients about, hey, they're pushing it back to 73. You're you know you're 70 or 71, 72. Let's do some Roth conversions. Maybe that's a good strategy for you. Well, you're paying the taxes when you do the conversion. So either way, the government wins. They get they get their share. Right.
0: Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does.
1: So I think you know that's just. The Kind of the game they're playing, when do they get their tax revenue? We'll either let let it get bigger, and you can pay us a bigger nut later on, or you can pay us now when you convert it. Your choice. We don't care. (laughs) Just give me my money is what Uncle Sam says. Right. All right, and the final one here, we'll wrap it up, is the most important age. It's your current one. How's that for cheesy?
0: <laughs> but Super cheesy.
1: but that's true though, right? Like, okay, I mean, I'm 52. You're not yet, you stinker. But you know, every age is important, right? So, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing right now for the time of life that you're in, and, and for the things that are coming? So, you know, I'm 52, and I've been more serious about my retirement strategies and, and thoughts and processes, you know, since I turned 50 to kind of start this conversation. So, it is important to take some action and not just sit around and go, oh. Shoot, I plan on retiring next year, and it's only a year away, right? The more time you can put on this, the better.
0: Uh, and I hear quite commonly, ah, I wish I would have done this sooner, right? I wish I would have met you ten years ago. Well, if you don't have an advisor right now, go find somebody right, right. now. Right? Like, it, this is the the time of year where everybody's got their New Year's resolutions or whatever. Well, don't talk about it. Like, be about it. Go meet with somebody. It doesn't have to be our team, but yep. go meet with somebody, interview a couple of people, talk to somebody, and put your plan in track. There right? you go. Put your plan in order and get yourself on track if you're not there currently.
1: Yeah, you can tell Sean's a coach, right? Don't talk about it. Be about it. Exactly. So get get yourself rolling, folks, and reach out. If it's not Sean and his team, talk with somebody. Uh, you got important ages coming up here as you cross over 50 and moving on through that decade there. So reach out and give them a jingle. Uh, you can find them online at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, and Spotify, and YouTube platforms. And we'll see you next time right here on Retirement Elevated. Thanks, Sean. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.